0: Hello and welcome to another podcast. My name's Rebecca and I'm the Healthy Entrepreneur and I am your No BS Business Specialist. This week, I want to talk about how a mapped out strategy can help you nail your business goals. So your goals are the what and often it will encompass your why for your business as well. But the strategy, that's the how. Now there are two parts to your business strategy. The first is the strategic planning, and then you have the strategic tasks or your to-do list, which makes up the parts of that strategic plan. Now it's important to start with your strategic planning, which is made up of different components. And this is going to depend on the type of strategic planning that you are doing. For smaller businesses, you might only do one small part of the components, or you might do all of the components over a number of months. In larger corporations that I work with, we normally go through this process in a day or two with the entire team. It can be very, very draining, but it's very, very valuable as well. So my strategic planning sessions, they always start with a SWOT. Not a swat of a fly, but a SWOT. Your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and your threats. So this is important information to know as we're moving forward. If you have a strength in marketing and you're giving that to somebody else and you're outsourcing it, why are we doing that? Um, If there's an opportunity because the government is giving out solar rebates and you're a solar company, then we should be putting that into our strategic planning. So your SWOT is a really important part of the process after we know all of our strengths and weaknesses the next thing that we do is a design criteria canvas now that's a fancy word for what we must do what we should do what we could do and the things that we absolutely won't do so this design criteria canvas it changes throughout the session and it's going to be a reference point for all of the other components it's a living document it's not static it is going to change a few times over the course of your strategic planning then we tackle the community engagement section we map out who your ideal customer personas are and there may be more than one and if you tell me that your target market is anyone that has a business anyone is not a persona so we map out your personas we have a look at what their journey is in your business how do they hear about you how do they contact you what is the lead generation tools from that what are the steps that they take in your business and then when they finish their service or they've bought the product from you where do they go from there so that we can retain them as a customer moving on because it is much easier to retain a customer than it is to gain a new customer So once we have that journey map um, and we have our personas, we're going to keep that handy because your customer journey map, how it looks now, just like the design criteria canvas, will probably change. It is a living document and we'll probably come back to it later when we find out if our service offerings are going to expand or if we're going to simplify them. Now after that, we're going to nut out your value proposition. What exactly are you selling and what is the need or problem that it is solving for your customers? Knowing your value proposition with your customers will help you with your marketing, which is normally the thing that people spend the most time planning. When you know your value and you know your point of difference, you know why you do what you do and why your customers need you to do what you do, you can sell better. You can also design your customer journey better. You can design your products and services and your offering to be more streamlined and simplified and meet their needs. Then we transfer that all of that value proposition goodness over into the business model canvas. The value prop is a section on your business model canvas. Now, this is the one that is most known and it's also the one that can be used as a one page planner. So if you already know your customers, you know your personas, you know your value proposition, you know all of those things, you can sometimes jump forward to the business model canvas and you can map that out um, so that you can see all of the bits and pieces of your business. Now you can use this as a one page planner for the business, just one page to nut it all out. If you are pretty clever, it's a lot to fit onto one page, but it is doable. Um, you can use it as your one page planner for this month or the other thing you can use it as your one page planner for one specific service or product or a launch offering that you're bringing so if you're bringing a new service to the table you could map that out on just the business model canvas but you would want to have done all of that other pre-work before then to be able to do that but it is a very very handy tool but Don't forget, we said that Design Criteria Canvas is a living document and that it's going to change along the way. Now's the time when we're going to check in with it after each and every other canvas. We check in. Did we think of something else that we could have put on that Design Criteria? Have things moved from could to should? Um, You know, they're going to move. More things will be put up, things will be moved in their areas. Some things might be taken off completely. So, we revisit the design criteria canvas and then we start to transfer some of your must, should, and could do's onto an innovation matrix. Now, it's a pretty fancy word, but that innovation matrix is pretty much a square and um, each of the quadrants represents something else. And on that matrix, all of your ideas get placed where they are on the matrix and it's going to tell us which of your ideas are going to produce the most revenue for the smallest effort or cost. Because what you want to do is create that roadmap of which product or service to roll out first or in the case that they're already out there and selling, which product or service that you should be marketing first, honing in on first, using as the poster child for your business. You don't have to stop selling everything else during that time. You just need to showcase that one. And the one that you wanna do that with is the one that's gonna make you the most money for the least effort and the least cost. After that, When you've made a bit of profit, you can use that to put back into the business and maybe put in some of the others that will cost you a little more in time or cost a little more in money and get them going. So we use them to piggyback the others and sort of slingshot them up. When all of that is complete, you now have a really well thought out and tested strategic plan and it's probably going to span the next two to three years for you. At this point, we haven't used time or money as anything that would hold us back, but you probably have a strategic mapping plan for at least the next two to three years. Now that's not to say that it won't change in a year from now. It probably will. All of these documents, should be looked at at least every year and have have a look and see how they've changed, what you might need to implement, things like that. So that's part one of the strategic process in your business. What is part two? Because that's a heck of a lot to get through. (laughs) Step two is your strategic tasks. This is the action, the doing, the getting it done. So this is where we map out exactly what needs to be done this year, then this quarter, and then this month and if you need it this week and today. (laughs) I only go down to a month, I have a look at that and then I schedule them in my um, project management system split out across the month. So now we've broken down that big picture. We want to put those blinders on and keep us from being distracted by all of the other things that might be more fun to do. Usually in this process, the things that you need to do first are the things that you've been avoiding for a very long time. (laughs) But we need to do those things and we need to do them today to get us closer to our goals. And that, my friends, is eating the elephant one bite at a time. That's it from me for another week. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. As always, you can follow me on Instagram or on Facebook at The Healthy Entrepreneur Official. I'll see you next week.